this. This, this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. Kind of just staying with this offense and you, you went back and you watched the team. Jamar Chase. Talk about how they used Jamar Chase on Sunday. They used him all over. Uh, some of it's new. I don't remember seeing so many 10-yard speed outs. And that, to me, is when you're making a speed cut. And it's a little bit different than a hard cut. It was funny. I got like some replies or like, ah, you know, Jamar's not even really running that route very well. It's really rounded out. Like people really think that routes need to be here and then 90 degrees exact and whatever. It's like, sometimes you just want to threaten with speed and break out as fast as you can. Don't worry about setting down and breaking it perfectly 90 degrees. If you end up making a little bit of curve and you come back to the ball, perfectly fine. That's, you know, that's real football. <laughs> it's not all going to be as you draw it on a chalkboard. So the speed out, you sell speed, you turn as quick as you can, speed turn, and then you get the ball. They ran a bunch of RPOs, and they're called access RPOs. What it means is if I have access, I'll throw it. And the Cardinals were playing off a lot, which is like 10 yards off of the wide receivers because they're scared of this Jamar Chase, specifically his speed. So you would go sell speed at about 10 yards, make that speed turn, and then get the ball. And they threw that a whole bunch. Uh, I don't recall seeing that many before this week. And they did it mostly on the outside, but he also ran it from the number three spot, which is the most inside receiver in a trips formation. So he had two guys outside of him and he was the most inside guy. Usually that's a tight end, but the Bengals were putting chase there because it gets you an easy matchup. But you, a lot of times when a defense is going to play like quarters or some type of zone, you're going to get the safety on you. And I mean, a safety on Jamar Chase is that stealing candy baby situation. <laughs> you know, the, the safety is the baby and uh, Jamar Chase is stealing candy from him. Um, just easy, free 10 yards every time. They obviously ran that deep post. I don't think I've seen them run a deep post with him this year and they hit it at 63 yard touchdown. I think maybe 62. I'm not hundred percent sure on the accuracy. 62, 63. Yeah. Over 60 yard touchdown. I think it was 59 through the air anyway. Yeah. Long one. Um, so they had that go with it, moving him inside, moving him inside on trips, working deep, working these speed outs. They ran a couple screens, those access screens, just flip it out and make a miss, uh, make a guy miss. They've been doing that, though, I'll be honest. Mm -hmm. And then the one last thing that they did that I thought was super cool was when they used them on a slide route. A slide route is when you sell play action one way and you have the receiver coming back the other way. Typically, that's a tight end, and there's actually a tell because if the tight end is off of the ball, you know, behind the tackle, um, then you got to watch for that. I think there's actually a lot of defenses will actually point it out and kind of tap like that linebacker that side, like, hey, Tight ends off the ball over there. Watch the slide route. But they put Jamar Chase on the ball. So he was on the line of scrimmage and tight. And then he had the ability, and this is really hard. He made it look really easy. So I don't think people cared that much. But he was able to go from on the ball to get behind the line and then work all the way across the field, hit top speed, and then catch the ball and work up the field. I thought that was really good design and a way to use Chase that I didn't even know he was that good at. Like I didn't know he could do that very well. I think it's the first time I've ever seen them do it with him. And it was a free 10 yards because they got the ball to him in space and the defense wasn't expecting it. You know, this kind of reminds me of last year when we talked about when Jamar Chase was out during that time and the offense had to get creative. Um, and obviously having a healthy Joe Burrow is is definitely key in that situation. 
you almost wonder if you, depending on how T Higgins is feeling, um, I wouldn't be surprised if T plays on Sunday, but if you can allow one more, two more extra weeks of rest before you face the 49ers coming out of your bye, um, you know, that would be key if you can move Jamar Chase around again. Obviously the defense is going to be different when you face the Seattle Seahawks, but how does that work with the return of T? Do you still expect the Cincinnati Bengals, the offense corner, Zach Taylor, Brian Callahan to move Jamar Chase around on the field? Yeah, I don't see why not. I mean, they've been moving T a little bit. And really, T at this point, I think he's good enough on the inside and outside that you can use him and Chase interchangeably in spots. So let's say Chase is normally your outside type of receiver. That could just be T. And that normally is if they're going to do – they usually have them both outside. But, you know, like he could do that. He could do what Irwin did in this game at a higher level. Um, and he could do what Yossi Voss did in this game at a higher level too. I think of that back shoulder fade, uh, while Yossi Voss was very close. He did mm-hmm. not, I don't think, I don't think his feet were down. I think they're in the air, uh, maybe touching blades of grass. And then we can have a very existential talk of, does it have to be in the ground or if it's, t- if it is the we grass, the ground <laughs> type of situations, a turf, the ground. Um, but anyway, it wasn't really catch. I think T probably catches that and keeps his feet in bounds because he's just longer. Uh, yeah. I, I don't see why it would mess with this at all. I do think you may run into, you're not going to give Jamar chase 19 targets when T Higgins is also on the field uh, and the Seahawks defense. I think that they may have the ability to slow down Jamar chase a little bit better than the Cardinals were able to. So you might want a T Higgins on the field where if they're going to cloud that side, which you know cover two to that side, Maybe they're going to play – I haven't looked too in-depth at the Seahawks defense, but maybe that means they play quarters on the other side, and that's isolation coverage to me. That means T might be one-on-one with a corner. Maybe it's Tariq Woolen, who's a heck of a corner, or their young guy, Devon Witherspoon, who's – I think he's having a good year, a mm-hmm. uh, good rookie year especially. Um, but I trust T again in those matchups, so I would think about going that way. Uh, it'll be interesting. I think, I think that T, in theory – this should work even better. Now, I just do think also when this goes to practice, we may run into the issue of the Cardinals defense is bad. It is. Even though I think outside of the defense, Joe Burrow looked really good. Jamar Chase looked really good. The scheme stuff, the usage should be sustainable. We also have to acknowledge that this Cardinals defense is bad. Their best player on Sunday may have been Dennis Gardeck. And um, I, I'm not sure how many people knew who that was, although he did almost get a sack and should have gotten a sack on Orlando Brown. So we'll stay with the offense right now. Speaking of uh, – well, I'm going to actually go stay with wide receivers. Uh, Trent Irwin and Yoshi, when it comes to the depth and guys stepping up, and, and I hope T. Higgins can return for this game. And obviously Zach Taylor and the staff and trainers, they're going to take it easy. They manage injuries – very well. We, we've noticed that over the last few seasons. So I don't think they're going to rush T out there. If he doesn't feel like he can go, but it did feel kind of closer to a game time, 24 hour decision if he was going to play versus Arizona. And it really seems like a pain tolerance. If T can go uh, again, they get back to practice tomorrow. I still don't expect him to go out there. If he is maybe a limited basis, you want to definitely take it easy with that. Uh, but overall, when it comes to other guys stepping up, Trent Irwin and, and even Yoshi, I felt like he had, a, he had an okay game when they needed him, stepped up. Uh, but overall, when you went back and you watched the tape, what did you think about the the wide other wide receivers? 
Yeah, I thought Urban was dependable and solid. Kind of also, that's what Boyd is and was mm -hmm. in this game. But Irwin, it just to me showed why they have so much trust and faith in him to be able to just look at him and go, okay, like, you know, tease out. And as an outside receiver, you're our next best option. You're our next best option. I know people were very excited about Yossi Vass. And I think Yossi Vass did some good stuff, and we'll talk about it. But I just think that when you look at Irwin, it's just like that guy is dependable. Like he can go in there and give you a solid performance on the outside. And I don't think any of the rookies are going to really give you that right now just because they're so young and green, yeah. raw, whatever. Uh, Yossi Vass, though, they used him in an interesting way to me, especially early on. Uh, he was kind of into the Stanley Morgan role. They ran what's called GF counter. Uh, whenever you're talking about the counter types, it's usually just whoever's pulling. That's your name. <laughs> it's whoever kicks out. That's the first part, G guard. And the next person is F in this case is the uh, what a lot of people call the slot, uh, the adjuster, the F. And Yossi Vaz was reduced down. He's still the F. I don't consider him a Y, which would be the tight end. So GF counter, and they ran that it actually didn't work out perfect although it ended up being a solid gain but i was like oh okay so like they're just trusting yoshi to lead up through the hole like pull and lead through the hole like that's 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 stanley morgan stuff they trust him to block a lot in this game and he did a pretty good job at it especially for a rookie uh i think it made sense why they may move on they may have moved on from stanley morgan they just like what yoshi is doing blocking wise and they know that he can give them more juice as a wide receiver. The body control stuff showed up also. A little bit of the, the bobbling showed up. But we, his first ever catch wasn't reviewed. It was a catch. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> was, was it being bobbled out of bounds? The refs didn't care. They, they said no. And I, I'm not saying it wasn't a catch. I'm saying that if that went to review, I don't know what would have happened. Like 50-50 call. So I'm just mm -hmm. glad he got his first catch in this game. Um showed off the body control. I do think he showed off the athleticism. There's actually a play, and it's not part of Burroughs' read unless he really loves the matchup, but Yoshiva smoked the corner, and it could have been a big touchdown. Like, Man, uh, any time touchdown for Yoshi would have been. It would have been. It, it was early on, too. It was one of the first passes, and I'm like, I know Burrow probably just saw that. and like, I'm not going to hang on my on the sixth round rookie too long on this play so he kind of like glances over doesn't see him win right away and moves on because that's what that progression tells him to do if it's jamar chase he hangs on that he goes okay you know like he didn't win right away but what about right now type of situation or even if it's t uh but when it's not those guys on the outside he, he kind of glanced look like ah, he didn't win right away it's fine or i didn't get press coverage uh so i'm not gonna throw that but if you watch the play he burns the guy deep um, and could have been cool. Could have been a cool big touchdown. He moved on and it actually ended up being thrown away, which is the real sad part because everything mm. else was kind of covered. <laughs> like the one thing they didn't cover was Yossi Vaz, but he couldn't, he didn't hang on it long enough to throw it. Uh, and the coverage didn't tell him to throw it. So I thought he showed the athleticism, the body control and his ability to block. And those are going to be things that make him into a, role-playing receiver for this team at least for the time being like he can play a role and even sub in first for these guys when they go out and when they don't want Irwin I think if they actually it would have twofold on the flea flicker one I think if Yossi Voss is out there he might he might be able to catch that because he's faster than Irwin two 
it actually feels like it sells the run play more to me because you've been using Yosivas as a blocker the whole game. So asking him to go up and dig out the safety, that seems absolutely plausible in the situation of like, you've been asking him to do that type of stuff all the game. So he just runs at the safety as he's going to block him, runs up and past him, and maybe that sells it even more. And it's a real wide open touchdown. Um, but hey, that's a wrinkle maybe for the next time they <laughs> are going to use Yosivas heavily. Zach Taylor, if you're listening to this podcast, he listened to me. He listened to me for last year. There was so much stuff that I've been talking yeah. about. Dude, I'm I'm convinced. Zach Taylor, look, you don't have to tell us, but if you are listening to this podcast, please do the flea flicker with Yoshi in the next two games. I mean, maybe, see how- maybe you skip it this week and you save it for San Francisco. I mean, if could you imagine Yoshi get, get the flicker. game winner versus San Francisco on a flea flicker? That I'm also be- a little nervous that they're going to go line up the flea flicker and Mixon goes to pass back and Nick Bosa is just hitting Joe Burrow before the ball gets there or something. Nick, Joe's your friend. Be nice. <laughs> we, don't, we don't need that. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely terrified about that matchup and I don't want to think David about it. David for the Bills game. I'll be in attendance, Zach. Dude, Sunday night football. <laughs> Sunday night football. Sunday night football. They're undefeated in primetime at home in the last few years. That would be... They've got some secondary injuries. They might not see this coming. Ooh, Zach. So if you're listening, you know in the next three games, in the next three, four-ish games, we're going to see this happen. Please do it. I think it would be awesome. I love it now. I'm all in. Use Yoshi. 